Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour one on the block with uh, Strick, Eric Strickland at Eastrick20 on Twitter. Give him a follow for all sorts of sports insight. I'm Austin at Austin underscore Orman on Twitter. Don't forget to follow uh, at 93.7 The Ticket on Twitter. Catch us on the uh, Twitter live stream, the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream. Also on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Search 93.7 The Ticket. Find us all those places. Strick, trouble with the blue blood. John Calipari, I don't say in some hot water, that makes it sound like, you know, he did something sketchy uh, at Kentucky. I don't think he's done that. Certainly aren't performing up to what Kentucky fan standards are, and some fans are asking him to leave. Like, this is serious. What's going on in Lexington? Well, first of all, um, I I think it's deeper than what, you know, just the average uh, basketball or college basketball watcher – would understand right Mm -hmm. it's a struggle there right now one of the things that calipari has been able to do is land top tier talent he's always been able to get first round draft picks they lead in in number one overall picks with three they've had uh they lead all schools in nba draft selections with 126 and um calipari took over in 2009 they go to the championship in 2012 with a phenomenal team led by Anthony Maybe. Davis with landed with, uh, with, 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 which went 38 and two. Okay. They end up going back in 2014, uh, lost to UConn in that championship. So he's been to two. The issue is he's been able to put them in the NBA, but it's, he hasn't been able to get that top tier talent to buy in jail together play together, unite together, and it hasn't happened under Calipari as it did with the 1996 team, the Untouchables, which was led by Antoine Walker, and it had all those groups in the group uh, um, on on the team um, that I happened to play with, two of those, which was Antoine Walker, uh, Walter McCarty, and actually Tony Delk also. I played with all three of them. So um, that team was phenomenal. He's been able to land the top-tier talent but can't win the big games. Lost last year to uh, St. Peter's, which was, you know, devastating after you, you know, had a 26-win season. And so those are the things that are happening in paradise right now. Now it's gotten worse. So the talent pool is still there, but your leader, Sheepway, is struggling to be able to guard point guards. Teams are just going at them. This loss to South Carolina shows that it's really trouble. This South Carolina team can't win. Uh, <laughs> they haven't been able to win if they could if they could throw uh, water into the ocean. That's that's how bad they've been. <laughs> you know, um, uh, this this that that uh, South Carolina team has been losing to double double digits to like almost any and everybody. <laughs> to your point, they, uh, to your point, they, they scored forty two points in the first half against Kentucky. The previous game, they scored 42 in 40 minutes against Tennessee. Yeah. And they put 42 up yeah. in the first half at Rupp. That's a problem for Kentucky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's crazy that, um, you know, they've been able to just get the get the talent, but just not able to win the games. And it's, it's the craziest dynamic. But now people are going in there, and they're basically saying, 
Go to Texas. We, we're okay. <laughs> Bye. Okay. See ya. Go go to Texas if you want to go. We we don't mind it. But he's got a $40, $40 million pay, uh, buyout, and it's that, that's steep in football. I mean, in basketball, mm-hmm. a forty million dollar buyout in basketball is steep. So of course they want him to to bounce on his own recognizance. They don't want him to have to be fired because that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, if they have to do that, they have to do that buyout. Forty mils a lot for football and at a football school. And obviously Kentucky could come up with that money if it wanted to, but Cal's a national champion. Yeah, it was, you know, over a decade ago now, but he still got it done. Kentucky's still a blue blood. They're still successful. Oh, yeah. You know, they're still an 80th, 90th percentile outcome school when it comes to basketball. But that's not up to Kentucky standard, where they haven't been to a national championship. Now, a couple bounces a couple different years. Uh, maybe they make it to the final four. You give yourself a shot at it. But they haven't been in that position nearly as consistently. The SEC, the number of teams have caught up to them. Auburn did for a couple years now. Uh, Arkansas and Alabama have come up, LSU from time to time. It's not Kentucky's conference anymore. The SEC has really invested in basketball. And uh, Kyle Tucker at The Athletic put a piece out. Let's not forget the feud uh, between uh, Calipari and his AD, Mitch Barnhart. You know, there's that whole kerfuffle during football season uh, that Barnhart took Mark Stoops' side when at Calipari. They haven't built a whole lot of facilities. They don't have a whole lot of staffers. And that's unacceptable for a basketball school like Kentucky wants to be. That's done, you know, everything it's done in its history to have its AD going at one of the highest paid coaches in college basketball and Coach Cal, not a good look. To not give him newer, better facilities when everyone else in the country and especially your conference is doing it, that's a bad look. So sure, maybe not everything is going the way Cal wants, but his schemes haven't been working. Yes, he's getting the talent, but Strick, as I watch Kentucky, there's no fit. There's no cohesion on that roster. Right. It seems like it's just right. talent acquisition more than it is right. how does the puzzle fit together from Cal. And I can understand that frustration from fans. Absolutely, Austin. Great point. And, and I've been saying this all along. I, you can go and track it. You can really go and track it. Calipari and that crew spawned the one and done yes. methodology. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that spawned it. Then winning that championship with Anthony Davis started putting in the minds of people that this is a blueprint, so to speak, mm-hmm. in a in, in blue blood programming. You have go get the top tier talent and put them out there and let them go. And they're just going to be better than everybody out on the floor. That doesn't work. If you track it, the most successful programs in winning championships are the one that had leadership. Go back and look at Villanova with Jalen yep. Brunson and that crew. Go back and look at uh, uh, UConn's. Go back and look at uh, Kansas's. Go back. It, you know, Kansas puts people in, but they're not totally bought into the one and done program. No, they're still bought into a foundational piece of of, of solidarity at their foundation, having long tenured. Guys that do solid things in, in, in a total way of their skill set. And and then you have maybe your one or two guys that are there, but they're still bought into the system. It's like a free-for-all in Kentucky. It's like, do what you like, digital underground style. It's like, <laughs> do what you like, and however you like, whenever you like. Then and and if you're supposed to go off the pick and roll, we don't we don't have to go off of it. We're gonna go this way, you know. It's kind of like that, and it's it's tough to rein that in once it's once it's let out the back. 
I, I'm glad you went with those comparisons. Another school, I think, who's who went down that path as soon as they saw Kentucky do it was Duke and Mike Krzyzewski. They adapted yes. from how they were successful in the, the early 90s, then again in the early 2000s. They did get that one in 2010. But you look at that, that 2018 team where you have Zion, you have R.J. Barrett, you have Cam Reddish. That team made the Elite Eight. That's still a good year, but that's another roster that didn't fit. You know, you right. mentioned that Villanova team. Those guys knew their roles. Jalen Brunson knew he was yep. the point guard. Dante DiVincenzo knew he was coming off the bench to put up points. You had Paul Hall. You had Hart yep. on those teams. Yep. Uh, Chris Jenkins. They knew what they were there for. They did their mm-hmm. jobs very well. Kansas, another blue blood, you know, on the level of Duke or Kentucky. Bill Self has a system. He recruits guys yep. to that system. Now, question his methods, like the IARP and the NCAA did, but he recruits guys to a system. Houston. Kelvin Sampson, look what he's doing. Uh, yep. Baylor under Scott Drew, even Gonzaga to some degree under Mark Few, they have their systems. They recruit to that systems. Yep. What's Calipari's system? I don't know. His system is roll the ball out is what it seems like. And that only works <laughs> to a certain point. Yep. Yeah, and, and I, all, I, I tell this when I speak to high schools and when I speak to AAU teams all the time. I say talent can only take you so far. At some point, skill will catch up and surpass talent because talented guys sometimes think they can just walk on the floor and they're just going to be that much better than you and there's nothing you can do about it. In some cases, that's the case mm-hmm. when you're playing Lord. But when you play guys that are skilled, they understand uh, you know, rotations, they understand how to guard, they understand how to uh, help, and they understand how to, they understand just the nuances of moving on a stream. Right. Mm -hmm. And you play as a unified group. I always tell them, I say, listen, when you have five individual fingers, those on the stream can see what I'm talking about. If you don't, you will be able to understand. I'll try to explain it. You can have five different individual fingers. And if I was to come through the screen and tap you with my forefinger, (laughs) you know, you'll feel it, Austin. And then I come back and I tap you with my middle finger. You'll feel it, but it ain't going to hurt. Mm-mm. But when I unite that thing, those those five fingers and put them into a fist, and now I hit you with it, you're going to feel it. I feel That's it tomorrow. I try to get them done. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to feel it. And it's going to, it might even leave a mark. That's 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 what basketball programs at the collegiate level, football program, it doesn't matter. That's what they need to create is that, that fist action and not that individual finger action. You use that word program, Strick, and I think that might be a difference. Villanova is a program, right? Kansas is a program where it feels like yeah. these teams that still buy into that one and done, there's not a program. There's not carryover year to year. There's not that right. you know consistency in the institution itself. They're teams versus being a yeah. program. And sometimes yeah. it's the better team that wins because there is that talent. And sure, sometimes that can win out. But in the long run, I think what's been yeah. most successful throughout college sports history, throughout even you know professional sports history, programs that are cohesive, that know what they're about, tend to fare better more consistently than the ones that just roll the ball out and trust their guys to go get them a bucket. Absolutely. Well said. Well stated. That's the that's basically the message I was trying to convey. You've completed it on my behalf as my partner. Look at us. Good teamwork, Strick. We know what we're about. <laughs> we fit the program. That's right. That's right. All right. So Rico won the shootout yesterday, Strick. Last time you were on, you got the win. You do it again next segment. Will we say the champ is here, even though it's only two in a row for you? Does Rico's win count for you? 
Okay. Tag. Tag. All right. Well, we will do some NFL season and single game leaders from this recent season on the shootout. You can call the Honda Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685. We've got the shootout with Strike. It's your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Strix going for his second win in a row, third in a row for the host. We will play the shootout when we get back. <laughs> 